0: samuel studios this is the john Marr Show on espn central texas the flagship station for baylor athletics
1: Miller does a good job breaking their press. Outlet it underneath the basket. And Melissa lays it in. Great job by the Bears knowing Kansas was going to try to foul. They kept passing it up court, holding them at bay. Melissa, a new career high. She has 33 points in this one. Kansas misses a three, and this is going to
2: do it. When I, when I hit 30, I was like, please, God, let me go over 30, please. Oh, I hit 31, actually. So I was like,
0: the John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, forty five forty one West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged.
1: Flagler dribbling out near midcourt, Kansas will not foul. Scott Drew applauds the crowd here in the Farrell Center. An all-time record crowd sees the Bears knock off 5th rank Kansas tonight. 80 to 70, Bears over the Jayhawks here at the Farrell Center.
3: Today was a great environment, you know, great atmosphere, college game day. So we just was
0: hyped up for that. And we're just glad it's got the word Stay connected with the voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears.
4: When they played at Kansas in their last game, um, they were seven for ten from three in the first quarter, and um, Ashley Jones hit four of them. Like she just came out and said, "This is my game," you know, and and so certainly she's a huge part of what they do.
5: Uh, you can't get too high after this Uh, first thing is guys got to rehab
3: they got to get a good night's sleep because uh, you have a big game on monday i know it's the last game for texas in their in their arena i know it's been sold out for a while and it's going to be emotional i know and uh, uh, coach uh, uh, beard and his team are, are top 20 another another team possible final four team. so they had a big win today so both of us
0: are in the same boat Alan Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton.
1: Hi, and welcome, John Morris Show on a Monday. Glad you're with us. Highlight cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Eric Smith, Sophia Young, Malcolm with the call. Women uh, knocked off Kansas Saturday, 85-77, the final. Big game for the Baylor women tonight. Big game in Ames against Iowa State. A showdown for first place in the Big 12 Conference. And the winner claims at least a share of the Big 12 Conference title. Talk about that, plus the Baylor men. uh, Big win on Saturday in front of an all-time record crowd in the Farrell Center. 10,628 was the crowd, and they saw the Bears uh, come from 13 down in the first half to win by 10, 80-70 to 70 over the Jayhawks. Now Coach Drew and the uh, now third-ranked Baylor men up from number 10 to number 3 with all the shaking uh, in the top 10. Uh, Baylor up to number three in the nation in the AP poll as of today. They'll play in Austin against now 21st ranked Texas coming up tonight.
3: Wow, well, yeah, I hadn't seen the poll yeah. today. Yeah. I've been doing other stuff and How about uh, that? that's a that's a huge jump. Not that they didn't deserve it. I mean, right. you know, that's a big win and everyone else lost.
1: Everyone else. Really? The first the top time in six. the history
3: of the poll that yeah. the top six all lost.
1: Yeah, on the same day. Which all- is
3: understandable.
1: Yeah. Top of six on the road, lost seven of the top nine, if you include Texas Tech in there. Uh, and Baylor was one that knocked off, then uh, fifth-ranked Kansas. So the Bears benefited uh, up to number three in the AP poll. They're number four in the coaches poll today. What a great atmosphere Saturday in the Farrell Center all the way around uh, ESPN's college game day. Great turnout by students and fans there. The uh, lock-in on Friday night was just tremendous. And then the uh, Baylor women's game against Kansas, a whiteout, And the Baylor women won 85-77. And then for the Baylor men's game, uh, you could just kind of feel it building all day. I mean, it was a big day, but it was all building toward that game and a 7 o'clock tip-off. Baylor in Kansas, a whiteout, out. And, uh, yeah, again, an all-time record crowd there in the Ferrell Center. And Aaron, predominantly a Baylor crowd. I mean, obviously – uh, you know in the past when we've had sellouts it's been maybe Texas and a lot of Longhorns there maybe a and m a lot of Aggies uh in the building but boy this was I'm gonna say 95 97 Baylor fans that on was, Saturday night that
3: was what I was gonna say I mean it was a white out and it was about 95 yeah. percent you know whited out I think it, you're right yeah. it was it was an incredible showing by Baylor fans an incredible showing by the Baylor team only playing seven players and you know with the help of the crowd uh to you know make that come back from being 12 down cuz that game started almost exactly like the game in Kansas did
1: <laughs> It and, was not good
3: no and, and i was texting people i was like oh no not again you know but you know they chipped away and chipped away uh, as as pat nunley uh pointed out during the broadcast you know when you're having trouble shooting you got to get to the free throw line which they did uh, free throws and the and Flo Thamba, you know, uh, got them back in the game and carried them to a win. Uh, you know, Akinjo hit a huge and one. Uh, Jeremy hit a huge and one. Uh, Flo Famba hit a huge and one. Yeah.
6: You yeah. know,
3: I mean, there were just big shots. Uh, Matt, Matt, uh, excuse me, Matt Meyer hit a uh, big three. Yeah. And there are only three in the game, which shows you that, you know, they struggled shooting, but we're by still- him.
1: Baylor had three. Baylor had three threes. That's what I mean. In three yeah,
3: totals yeah. in the three total, three total threes total, by right. Baylor in the game, right? Um, uh, which is way way below what exactly. they usually shoot. They just didn't have a good shooting game, and but they were able to to get get points when it counted, and they were able to make free throws. and Flo Thomba had a huge game, and they were able to get the win, and and also credit to Coach Drew and his staff for a halftime adjustments because they did a great job, and the players did a great job in the second half. It, just, it was just so great to watch. Yeah. It was fun.
1: It was just a gut, gutsy win, gutted out. Uh, again, fell behind by 13 in the first half. And you're right, the game started like it did in Lawrence. And you know how that one ended up, a 26-point win for the – or 24-point win for KU up there. Uh, but this one, Baylor turned it around, a 16-4 run after the start by Kansas. One-point game at halftime. Then Baylor took the lead never trailed the final 11 minutes of the game. So, huge, huge win. Uh, Pat, by the way, was on with Tom and Ward and Garrett this morning. If you missed that and you want to hear Pat Nunley, check it out on the web at Syntechsportsfan.com or uh, on social media at 1660ESPN. So, Baylor uh, with the win over Kansas, uh, now 10-1 and in their last 11 games against top 10 opponents. Think about that. Ten and one in those games,
3: and the most quadred one wins of any team in the country. Eleven I mean, now. Yep. Yeah, their their resume is unmatched, right? Um, so it was just—I mean, it was just such a great weekend all around. Yeah. Um, you know, the comeback by the Baylor men, the Baylor women beating Kansas uh, behind uh, Melissa Smith's career high uh, thirty-one points, and then what? Had just added 16. what 16 33 rebounds, 33 and 16. 33, is what excuse she had on me, sorry, Saturday, yeah, yeah, 33 and 16. Uh, the whole team played well, but I mean, she shows why she should should be National Player of the Year,
1: yeah, yeah, she's right there. So, uh, big weekend all the way around the Farrell Center, uh, and great wins by the Baylor women and then the Baylor men on Saturday. Tonight, as we mentioned, the Baylor women versus Iowa State, uh, 5.30 5 30 airtime, 6 p.m. tip off. It's on 104.9 FM this evening. Television's on ESPN2. And then the Baylor men in Austin. Big Monday to take on Texas. On the air at 7.30. Tip off at 8. It's here on ESPN Central Texas. Television on ESPN tonight. So, two big games tonight here in the final week of the regular season. How about that? After tonight, the women have one game left. That is uh, home against Tech on Sunday. The men have one game left Home against Iowa State on Saturday, and then it's on to uh, next Monday. This time, one week from now, we'll be talking about uh, Big 12 tournament and moving on to Kansas City,
3: and hopefully, Big 12 champions.
1: That'd be nice, <laughs> wouldn't it? Bears with are they're a half game back now. They're right. one half game back of Kansas. Baylor has two games left, counting tonight. Kansas has three games left. Mm-hmm. One of them a makeup against TCU. So, KU will play uh, TCU twice this week, Tuesday and Thursday, once at home, once in Fort Worth, and then they'll close against Texas next Saturday.
3: And it is in uh, Allen Fieldhouse. Right, but right, right. still, Texas is a very talented team, and they can beat anyone at any time. Sure, and TCU Hopefully not tonight, but I mean, they're, right, you know.
1: Right, sure, no, they are that good. Yeah. So, it's uh, Texas uh, um, senior night tonight. That's what Baylor is stepping into. Final game in the history of the 45-year uh, history of the Frank Irwin Center. That,
3: that place is going to be rocking. Yeah, it's I'm going sure to be, it will. That is going to be a hostile road environment. Yep. Most most of them in the Big 12 is, but that's it's going to be kicked up a notch tonight with everything going on. Like you said, Senior Night, the last their last game in the Irwin Center. It won't be the last game in the Irwin Center because the women will play two NCAA tournament games there. Right, right. But um, it'll be the last men's basketball game, so. Uh, We'll see what happens. I I, I like the Bears' chances. They're playing really well.
1: Yeah. All right. So that's uh, basketball. More uh, uh, later, we'll visit with Eddie Oren, the color analyst for the UT Sports Network. He'll join us in just a bit. Right now, let's take a break. And when we come back, let's check in at Baylor Ballpark. Assistant Coach Mike Taylor will join us. Baylor Baseball taking two of three from 23rd-ranked Duke over the weekend. A really, really good weekend for Baylor Baseball. Talk to Coach Taylor about that when we come back. Hey, glad you're with us on this Monday afternoon. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, in the Alan Samuel Studios. Brought to you in part by Diamore Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged.
3: This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. An upper level system will give us partly cloudy skies this evening with increasing clouds overnight and lows dropping to 33 degrees. Tomorrow, look for a mix of sun and clouds. Again, that means more clouds than sunshine. Highs top out at 71 and mostly sunny. Warm on Wednesday with a high of 75. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 530. 6 and 9. For your forecast first plus check out fox 44 newscom for any changes in the weather.
0: Recently on Game Time, we are joined by Josh Neighbors from the podcast Locked on Big 12.
6: I think Chris Beard is right when he says this is life, this is what happens, things change. I think the fans are right to be mad at him because there's argument that Texas Tech is a better basketball situation than Texas is. I think everybody here has a claim that they're right about, and I thought it made for an awesome atmosphere.
0: Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
6: The decisions made in our courtrooms have a lasting impact on all of us here in McLennan County. That's why the conservative leaders and organizations we trust are united in their support of Judge Ryan Luna. Judge Luna is endorsed by Texas Right to Life, Citizens for Pro-Life Action, Gun Owners of America, the Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association of McLennan County, several of the most conservative members of the Texas legislature, and hundreds of grassroots conservative Republicans across the county. They, like you, know that the integrity of our courts depends on electing judges who will strictly interpret the law, hand down tough sentences, and never legislate from the bench. In the March 1st Republican primary, vote for a constitutional conservative for county court at law number three. Vote for Judge Ryan Luna. Early voting ends February 25th. To learn more, visit RyanLunaTX.com Political ad paid for by the Judge Ryan Luna campaign in compliance with the voluntary limits of the Judicial Campaign Fairness Act.
0: ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM.
1: John Morris here, telling you all about my friends at Marineland Boating Center, home of Crest Pontoon Boats and Yamaha Outboards. They have boats in stock for immediate delivery. Enjoy days of fishing and family boating fun from Crest Pontoons, powered by Yamaha Outboard Motors only at Marineland Voting Center, I-35 at Luke 340 South, or on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com.
7: Each new year brings a renewed sense of resolve to live life better, which means it's a great time to talk about the state of your personal wealth. I'm Joe Caleo. If you'd like to start the year with a more robust wealth strategy, We'll help you find new opportunities to meet your
1: goals.
8: CLAO Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC.
0: Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at syntechsportsfan.com.
8: This is Sheriff Parnell McNamara, and I need your help making sure that Charlie Guerrero keeps working for us as Precinct 4 Constable. For the past 13 years, Charlie Guerrero has served honorably as a law enforcement officer under former Constable Stan Hickey. He's lived in the area for his entire life and knows many of you personally. Last year, the McLennan County Commissioner's Court recognized Charlie's hard work and excellence by appointing him as Stan's replacement. Charlie's done an excellent job as Constable, working hard for the citizens of Precinct 4 and making sure that the important duties of Constable's office are discharged with honesty and integrity. Now in the Republican primary election for County Constable, We need to keep Charlie working hard for us. I'm urging you to get out and vote for Charlie Guerrero for Constable Precinct 4. I need a strong team to stand with me and law enforcement as we fight against crime and human trafficking in McLennan County, and Charlie is the man for the job. We must keep Charlie as our constable. Political ad paid for by Charlie Guerrero for Precinct 4 Constable. ESPN
0: Radio Sports Center.
4: I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. There's a quick turnaround for both the Baylor men and women, both back in action tonight after big wins on Saturday in the Farrell Center. The men are in Austin facing Texas, tip is at 8 o'clock, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. And the women are in Iowa State for a share of the Big Twelve Conference Championship. And you can hear that game on 104.9. Tip is at 6 o'clock. Dallas Mavericks get the win last night over Golden State 107-101. Luke Adonavich led the way for the Mavs with 34 points. Vader Baseball split the doubleheader with number 23 Duke yesterday and win the series with the Blue Devils. UMHB Basketball wins their conference tournament over the weekend. For the crew, it's the first conference title since 2010. The crew gets the automatic bid for the NCAA Division III tournament. SportsCenter, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
0: Listening to the John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for our weekly check on Baylor baseball. Here's J Mo with assistant coach Mike Taylor. Back with us, John Morris Show on a Monday. Always fun to check
1: in at Baylor Ballpark. Good things going on there this past weekend. Baylor hosting Duke 3 game series. And Duke came in number 23 in the nation. Bears had a, a midweek win over Houston Baptist, their first win of the year, but then played just really, really well against Duke, winning two of three. Uh, they won on Friday and then postponed, uh, good call, postponing on Saturday. Weather was much better on Sunday, and they played a doubleheader on Saturday. And as war just said, in the uh, Sports Center, split the doubleheader yesterday. So, taking two of three from the Blue Devils over the weekend, we welcome in Baylor assistant coach Mike Taylor to talk about it. And, uh, coach, the sun is shining. Nice day. And, man, what a great weekend for you! Congratulations.
5: Yeah, we played much better baseball. Um, It's good to see the sun out. We got guys out on the field right now in shorts and and (laughs) T-shirts. I cannot tell you how many layers I had on under my game pants this weekend. I'm almost embarrassed to tell you. (laughs) No, we were up in
1: the booth and uh, had the windows closed. And I hate to have the windows closed, but I I was fine with it.
5: yeah. I looked up and saw you and Pat Combs up there. And That's y'all right. Looked like y'all were just having a
3: good time.
1: Oh, but we were. We, it was cold up there, even with the windows closed. It was cold, not as cold cold as you were at third base. But man, what a great weekend! You guys just did uh, so many things well this weekend. What would you say was the the turnaround from week one against Maryland?
5: Well, I think the biggest key was outside of Tyler Thomas, who who really made two bad pitches against Maryland and, and gave up two runs in the first. And that was all he gave up. It it was a starting pitching. I mean, it all starts on the mound and we had three quality starts. Uh, Tyler had another one, uh, Jake Jackson and uh, Will Rigney yesterday. And um, Will only went four innings. You know, he's been hurt for a couple years and we're trying to build a stamina back up and his pitch counts. But, you know, he was great. I think he struck out six and didn't have a walk and uh but it starts with the, the pitching and then um you know we had we had two out hits. That's what kind of broke game one of the doubleheader open yesterday was clutch two out hits and that's something we did not do at all in the three game series against Maryland.
1: Go back to Friday and and that start you mentioned by Tyler Thomas, really second consecutive outstanding start. He went six innings, uh, gave up only one hit, and then you guys had that long inning, that long half inning. Uh, I think uh, Chris Pollard made, what, five pitching changes in the inning on a cold day. That kind of spelled the end of the day for uh, Thomas, didn't it?
5: Yeah, it was the right thing to do to get him out. Um, that that half inning took about had to have been about forty one, forty two minutes, <laughs> and that's a long time. You, your guy had just gone six, and he's sitting on the bench, and it's thirty five degrees outside, and you you do everything you can with heat packs and. I don't know if they had a stationary bike in there or not, just to try to keep their legs warm. But it was the right thing to do to get him out. It's only game two of the season for him as far as starts go, and uh, we got a long ways to go.
1: What was uh, What was Coach Pollard doing there with all those pitching changes early in the game? Well, not early. It was the sixth inning. But the first game of a three-game series, and, man, some of those guys pitched to one batter, and then he made a change.
5: Yeah, they were trying to do matchups, I guess, and then, you know, they scored a couple later. I don't know if he was just trying to get into the bottom of his pen to save his better bullpen arms, um, knowing they st- still had two more games to play or what. Um, we don't know much about those guys, but, you know, some guys will, they get into the uh, pitching matchup stuff, and they'll bring a lefty to face a lefty, a righty to face a righty, and you know, in the big leagues now, they change that rule where the I think the inning can save you, but if you come in in relief, you got to throw to at least three hitters.
1: Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. It was just strange to see that many different pitchers in uh, in one inning. Uh, and then you guys yesterday, game one of the doubleheader, sixth inning, you had a long inning of your own. Uh, Thirteen batters coming to the plate, seven runs, sixth inning yesterday. Boy, that was hand the bat to the next guy and keep it moving.
5: The only thing that's fun about that is you're the team hitting score in the run. So <laughs> when it's 40 degrees outside, it doesn't seem near as cold. <laughs> uh, if, if you're on the back end of that, um, boy, it just seems like it's much colder and that wind's a little more brisk when it's blowing.
1: Yeah, no question. And you mentioned Will Rigney. Uh, Boy, it's great to see him out there. Great to have him get the start yesterday. You know, we've been kind of waiting to get him healthy and get him out there. That was really good to see.
5: I can't tell you how much everyone's pulling for Will. Obviously, being a local guy, um, you know, his dad's a former player, good people. Will wants to be out there so bad to contribute, help his team. And he just hasn't been able to go, but you know, hopefully he feels good the day after, and uh, he's going to be ready to go next week at Minute Maid. Um, and uh, you know, it's just one week on top of another, and uh, you know, hopefully he can he can string them together and, and uh, get out there with some consistency.
1: Mike Taylor, our guest, Baylor baseball assistant coach. Uh, coach, the bats really were going well this weekend. Twelve runs in that one game yesterday, uh, and and Jared McKenzie and uh, really got going. He had he'd kind of struggled a little bit the few, first few games of the year, but it was good to see him get going yesterday.
5: He has struggled um, compared to where he's been the last few years, and you know it's it's not always as easy as he's made it look. Um, But it's tough, and when you start struggling and putting more pressure on yourself to make up for other at-bats, you know, you... He can probably sit there and say he's not trying to do that, but I think subconsciously sometimes you do. You want to make up for the previous five at-bats or something. But Jared's going to get it going. The weather's going to be a little more conducive to hitting. I mean, it's it's tough to hit, too, when, you know, they're throwing quality stuff and it's 35 degrees and the wind's coming straight in from the center field wall 15 miles an hour in the hitter's face. I mean, it's, you know, we hit some balls hard, hit some balls of the track, and the wind just knocks them down. But Jared, uh, Jared's the last person I'm worried about. Jared's going to get it going.
1: Exactly. Boy, it was, it was good to see him go uh, well yesterday. How about this? Max tells me you guys are tied for third in the nation with 10 double plays turned so far. Uh, that's huge. I mean, uh, that speaks to uh, your defense really doing some good things.
5: Yeah, and we'll we'll clean our defense up even more. Um, We've made some uncharacteristic uh, errors, but we'll clean it up. Uh, Our goal is to get out here every Monday and get these guys prepared for the the upcoming week and improve where we were from the previous week. And, you know, we got tough competition again this week. We're going to go down to play Rice Wednesday. We got UCLA, Tennessee, and LSU at Minute Maid. So, you know, these guys, especially these young guys, they wanted to come in and, and play in the Big 12. Um, you know, buckle your chin strap because here we go. <laughs> I mean, this is this is the same competition we're going to play week in and week out in our league. So yeah. we'll be prepared by the time we get to league play, I can assure you.
1: Yeah, no question. That's great. A big week ahead. It's got to be fun for you going back to uh, to play Rice on Wednesday.
5: Absolutely. Um, you know, one of the kids asked me today about that, and I said, well, you know, I had, I've i already been back there in a different color uni when I went over to University of Houston. So I've gotten past that part of it, but it'll still be weird. There will be a lot of people around the park that I recognize. Um, won a lot of baseball games there. Um, conference championships, won a national championship. So I I spent 12 years uh, throwing batting practice on that field and and, uh, getting after it. So, yeah, there will be a lot of memories walking back into the park, into the visiting dugout.
1: That's nice. Very good. So that's Wednesday at 630. And I'm guessing you guys just stay down there right after that game and uh, you'll play those three games you talked about. Man, what a great field again in Houston. You'll play UCLA on Friday, Tennessee on Saturday, and LSU on Sunday.
5: Yeah, and if somebody can figure out how to get Tennessee's guys out, let us know. I mean, they're scoring about twenty something runs a game.
1: Good grief! But
5: I think when the wind's blowing in here, it must be cold blowing out at their place. Cause mm. They've been uh, they've been whacking the ball around the park pretty good.
1: That's gonna be that's a great tournament, isn't it? And a great setting and oh, great field again this year.
5: It's a great atmosphere. You know, most of these kids will never step foot on a major league park and. It's a chance to go out there and, and showcase yourself in front of in front of a lot of scouts from the professional community and uh, good, good baseball teams in there. You're going to face great pitching. So it's fun. It's fun to play in that ballpark.
1: Very nice. Hey, Mike, appreciate your time. Thanks very much. And uh, have a good week. It's a big week ahead, and thanks for being with us today.
5: All right, thanks, Jamal. All
1: right, appreciate it. it. Mike Taylor, Baylor baseball assistant coach with us. Bears uh, take two of three over the weekend, take three of four during the week with that Tuesday night win over HBU, and now headed to uh, Houston. They'll play Rice at 6.30 on Wednesday. They will stay in Houston. They'll play UCLA at 11 a.m. on Friday. Tell you what, if you want to make a day trip down to Houston, uh, that would be worth your while. Minute Maid Park. Baylor and UCLA, uh, 11 a.m. inside, uh, you know, I'm guessing they'll have the roof closed, or if it's warm enough, they'll open it up, but uh, that would be a wonderful uh, trip to Houston. Then Baylor plays Tennessee on Saturday at 3 p.m., and they'll close it against LSU, number seven in the nation, on Sunday night, 7 o'clock, to wrap up the tournament. So that's the week ahead for Baylor baseball. We appreciate Coach Mike Taylor being on with us. Thanks to Max Calderon, also from uh, Baylor Athletic Communications. Take a break when we come back. We'll check in in Austin. Eddie Orrin joins us, former Longhorn assistant coach and color analyst, longtime working with Craig Way on the Texas radio broadcast. We'll talk about tonight's matchup. The final men's basketball game in the 45 year history of the Frank Irwin Center comes up tonight. Oh, yeah, also senior night for the Longhorns this evening. That's what Baylor is facing. We'll talk to Eddie about that when we come back. We're brought to you in part by Joe Kaleo and Kaleo Wealth Management. In, uh, employing a comprehensive yet focused approach to your financial situation, Kaleo Wealth Management provides customized investment strategies designed to help you pursue your needs and goals. That is Kaleo Wealth Management. Take a break and be back. John Morris, Aaron Sexton in the ESPN studios. We're back right after this.
0: Baylor Big 12 Basketball Monday with Pat and John here on the home of the Bears
1: ESPN Central Texas. The Bears headed to Austin to take on the Texas Longhorns on Big Monday 730 for the countdown to tip off 8 p.m. tip off Monday for the Bears and the Horns Baylor Big 12 Basketball Monday here on ESPN Central Texas
7: Our nation is in crisis, and Texans have answers. Hello, I'm Congressman Pete Sessions. As federal officials, we take an oath of office to support and defend the Constitution and the laws of this country against enemies foreign and domestic. Yet not following the laws of the country is exactly what the Biden administration and Nancy Pelosi have chosen. Democrats do have an agenda, and that is to change America as we know it today. So, my goal in Congress is two things. Number one, win back the majority in Congress and build the wall to protect America. I'm Pete Sessions. Let's do just that. Let's build the wall now and save America. Political advertisement paid for by Pete Sessions for Congress.
8: This is Sheriff Parnell McNamara, and I need your help making sure that Charlie Guerrero keeps working for us as Precinct 4 Constable. For the past 13 years, Charlie Guerrero has served honorably as a law enforcement officer under former Constable Stan Hickey. He's lived in the area for his entire life and knows many of you personally. Last year, the McLennan County Commissioner's Court recognized Charlie's hard work and excellence by appointing him as Stan's replacement. Charlie's done an excellent job as Constable, working hard for the citizens of Precinct 4 and making sure that the important duties of Constable's office are discharged with honesty and integrity. Now in the Republican primary election for County Constable, We need to keep Charlie working hard for us. I'm urging you to get out and vote for Charlie Guerrero for Constable Precinct 4. I need a strong team to stand with me and law enforcement as we fight against crime and human trafficking in McLennan County, and Charlie is the man for the job. We must keep Charlie as our constable. Political ad paid for by Charlie Guerrero for Precinct 4 Constable.
0: Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
4: City Ranch Boot Company has a new location and they can't wait to see you. Choose your skin. Choose your design. Let them create that perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet, or handbag. With over 30 years of leather industry, owner Jay Kelly and his team know their stuff. Design boots for the bride and groom or the entire wedding party. Put your company logo on boots as sales incentive or thank your employees. Incorporate your ranch brand or the name of your ranch as a gift for your family. Bring them in for a lifelong memory. City Ranch Boot Company, custom designed, locally owned, family operated, and Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. Shop off the shelf or design yourself. City Ranch Boot Company, located at 10267 North River Crossing, just off Highway 6 and 185, next to the Joko building. Call them at 254-855-7225. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, too. Or visit their website, cityranchboot.com.
0: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
4: I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. There's a quick turnaround for both the Baylor men and women, both back in action tonight after big wins on Saturday in the Farrell Center. The men are in Austin facing Texas. TIP is at 8 o'clock, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. And the women are in Iowa State for a share of the Big 12 Conference Championship. And you can hear that game on 104.9 tip is at 6 o'clock. Dallas Mavericks get the win last night over Golden State, 107-101. Luka Donovich led the way for the Mavs with 34 points. Baylor baseball split the doubleheader with number 23 Duke yesterday and win the series with the Blue Devils. UMHB basketball wins their conference tournament over the weekend. For the crew, it's the first conference title since 2010. The crew gets the automatic bid for the NCAA Division III tournament. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on
0: ESPN Central Texas.
1: Askew left corner on the dribble. Devin out front, 10 on the shot clock, works it to Timmy Allen. Allen looking, taking the measure in the lane, down the lane. He scores off the glass with a left hand.
0: You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Here's Carr on the right side with it. Marcus on the dribble. Working against Osamoye. Drives in off the
6: glass. He scores. Carr does it again. He has 15. Timeout. Texas, 109 to go. Walmart's up four,
1: 82-78.
6: Now,
0: back to the voice of the National Championship Baylor Bears, John Moore's. And Aaron Sexton.
1: I right, cuts courtesy of the Longhorn Sports Network from Learfield. Craig Way, Eddie Oren with the calls. Big win for Texas on Saturday. A one-point win in Morgantown over West Virginia. 82-81 the final score. Now quick turnaround for Texas and Baylor meeting tonight in Austin. A lot going on surrounding this game tonight. Let's talk about it with uh, longtime color analyst for UT basketball. Eddie Oren joins us now. And Eddie, appreciate it. How are you doing?
2: Good John. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. Looking forward to coming your way. Got some decent weather today, so uh should be a nice trip down I thirty five.
2: Yeah, it should be an easy trip for you and, and uh yeah, there's a lot going on with being the last game here in the Frank Irwin Center.
1: Yeah, and and that's one of the reasons I wanted to have you on because you have uh, been there uh, you know, as long as anybody really. And uh, I don't I don't I don't think you go back to uh the first season in the Irwin Center, probably, but a long time what's uh what's this going to be like for you tonight
2: well it's been 40 years for me really has it okay it's, it's uh it probably hadn't set in you know the fact that that after tonight it'll be a new arena and and
6: uh
2: everything will be different and, uh, but there's been a lot of history here and, and i've spent a lot of time in this building so it, it's uh it, it will hit me soon but uh I'm looking forward to tonight's game.
1: Very nice. Yep. 45 years. It goes back uh, the history of the Irwin Center. Last men's game is there tonight, Baylor and Texas. What uh, do, you, do you, have you let yourself think about uh, biggest moments, biggest games, biggest wins, maybe concerts that you've seen there? Have you thought about that much?
2: Well, yeah, I have. The I guess there's been some good moments and, and bad moments, but I, one of the moments I remember, I'll never forget, was a game we had with Arkansas and up up three shooting a one on one, Travis Mays, at fifteen seconds on the clock, and all of a sudden the opposing coach decides he wants to take a stroll. <laughs> take a stroll <laughs> That's right. So he was named and uh they we missed, they hit a three, he came back, they beat us in overtime. So uh he left the coaching box but it shocked everybody. I guess he didn't all the technical, but yeah, that was one that was that, that I'll remember. And and uh, and then the, we beat Arkansas one year in the uh, Irwin Center when we were down a halftime big and came back. But there's been there's a lot of good moments. We've a lot of good individual players, at good games, and uh, a lot of good teams come in here, and a lot of good individual players from other teams come in here and play. But it's been a it's been a good run.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Strolling Nolan. I remember that <laughs> like it was yesterday. That's a, that's a pretty good memory there. Also, um, what about uh, what about the new place? Tell us, you know, what what we're in for and starting next year uh, for basketball. But I think starting in April with events there in the Moody Center.
2: Well, I remember talking to Chris Beard early in the year, and he said they're going to have a, about 180 events next year. And I said, well, that's not going to give you any practice time. <laughs> Looks like it'll be a, a place to play, but yeah, they're expecting to have a lot of uh, musical concerts. John, the, the odd thing is it could be 10,000 seats. Right. And uh, concerts going to be 15, and they're not going to change. I said, You mean if, if by chance there's a year where you've got a, a team like Kentucky or Duke or it could be Baylor? Right. I mean, here, you wouldn't extend it to 15. They said no. So. That's going to be a it's going to be a beautiful building and, and uh, you know it's probably going to be a hard ticket to receive and I think they're going to restructure students and have them down low so it should be interesting to see uh, the beautiful the building is beautiful but I'm sure there'll be some kinks worked out but it's it's a new start new arena and uh, uh, I look forward to that
1: I got you. And uh, tonight should be uh, should be a full house, right, for the last last men's game there, senior night, uh, I'm guessing – well, I think it's been sold out for a while, hasn't it?
2: Yeah, it has been. And, and uh, there's going to be a lot of people come back. Brad Chan said – I was him I was doing a show. He said, tell him I look for him today. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, Brad's always going uh, to have, have something to say, but he said he looked forward to seeing you when you got here. But you, Vern is coming to the game. A lot of guys will be coming in here. It will be it will be a, a good farewell party for sure.
1: Wow, really cool! Uh, senior night to boot. You know that's that's tough when you're the visiting team playing somebody on senior night. There's just that kind of amped up uh, emotion by the home team on a senior night.
2: Boy, you, you're right. Uh, Texas travels to Lawrence next Saturday for senior. Night. Yeah, it is. It's a it's a special time for those seniors. It's a time where your coaches reflect back on the four years or two years or one year. And, uh, you know, those, those players and what they've meant to the university and to the program and to their self. And, and, you know, you just look forward to those guys going on, be successful, but it is a, it is a special, special time. And, uh, you still have to play the game, though.
1: Yeah, that's what Baylor's stepping into tonight, the Irwin Center in Austin. Eddie Orrin, our guest, color analyst for Texas basketball. And, uh, boy, Timmy Allen, what a big game for him Saturday in that win over West Virginia.
2: Yeah, he did a good job. He filled the, the stat sheet. You know, he's a player that you watch. The thing he does so well, he finishes a possession. May get in, the players may be in a trap and last last eight, ten seconds on a shot clock. And he, he finds a way to get the open areas or he gets the rebound. He's just a guy that competes to the end, and he really knows how to score. And he's really uh, knows how to get in position to get the ball. And he has been a plus. He has been really good and uh, a guy that's shown leadership for a first-year guy.
1: And you guys have so many uh, transfers, so many new guys on your roster this year. I, I just think it's taken a while to get everybody to gel, you know, and, and be on the same page. New coach, new coaching staff. Also, uh, do you, do you feel like that uh, Texas team is maybe playing their best basketball here late in the year?
2: You know, I think they they are defensively. I think, and I look at this conference. Everybody talks about how I think it's, I think it's the best conference in the country. But I I think the one thing I think about it. I think he's the best defensive conference. Yeah. Everybody yeah. in this conference plays defense. There's no easy outs. And, you know, you as a team got to find different ways to win games. You're not going to win it just there night not shooting the ball. You guys have witnessed that. You had injuries, COVID, you, and you're getting everybody's best shot coming off the national championship. So you, Baylor, as long as Texas, has to find ways, whether it's out of their defense, out of free throws, you know, out of the three-point shot you got to find different ways because everybody knows everybody so well and the league is so solid and strong
1: well that's it and playing everybody twice home and away they're so well scouted i mean you remember that from your coaching days you just you know what baylor's going to run tonight before they even run it
2: yeah you you, you look at baylor's bench tonight and they'll be hauling the plays when <laughs> that's right they it's it's like the old green bay packers we're going to run a quarterback sneak. Now, can you stop us? Yeah, Here's yeah. We're
1: <laughs> that's not an exaggeration. That's exactly right. So yeah. that's what we'll be in for tonight, but looking forward to it. And a great showcase, you know, to have this game on uh, Big Monday on ESPN. This is going to be a fun night.
2: It's going to be a real fun night. I look forward to it and really look forward to seeing you guys.
1: Man, same here. Thanks, Eddie. I appreciate your time. We'll see you this evening.
2: John, I appreciate it.
1: All right, man, thanks. Thank you. Eddie Oren, longtime color analyst for Texas basketball, former assistant coach there at UT. Uh, I don't know if he's put a pencil to it, but uh, he has uh, seen and coached and broadcast a ton of games there in the Irwin Center. So we'll see him coming up tonight. Baylor and Texas will be on the air at 7.30. Tip off at 8 right here on ESPN Central Texas. Mentioned uh, earlier, Pat Nunley was a uh, guest on Game Time this morning. Pat played in the Irwin Center the first year it was open. It was 1977, and uh, Pat was a freshman at Baylor that year. Um, I'm
3: old, and I was five.
1: <laughs> there you go. That's not Going a shot at to Pat, 77. by the way. I, I
3: right. love Pat. You know that. But sure. So, just, so just he played there facts. the
1: first year, <laughs> and now here it's the last year of the Irwin Center, the 45th year for the Irwin Center, and the last men's game comes up tonight.
3: Yeah. He has he has seen a lot of basketball, absolutely, and I mean that in a good way because it comes across on the broadcast. He he is, I think, and this is not just because I'm a uh, and I haven't heard much of Eddie. Mm-hmm. I will say that because he's a he's been doing it for a, a long time. He's also as as you as you said a, a scout for the Nets. Yeah, um, but I think that that Pat is the best in the business. Yeah, he color is. analyst. He's so good. Yes, every game. For when you come in on Monday. I'm talking about it, and I'll say, and as Pat pointed out, you know, it's something that I'm like, oh, wow, that's a great point. You know, and like before the show today, we were talking about, you know, how how poorly Baylor started. They couldn't make anything, and Pat said when that happens, you've got to get the ball inside, and you've got to – your guards have to get to the basket, and you have to get to the free throw line. What did they do? They drove the lane and got to the free throw line, and they got the ball inside to Flo Thamba, and they won. I mean, it was just – it's just – great great observations like that every game from Pat
1: yeah really good at that and uh we'll be we'll have the broadcast tonight Pat and I will right here on ESPN Central Texas the flagship station for Baylor Athletics it's actually one of the game in the league tonight our game on ESPN there's uh, on ESPN two at eight o'clock follows the women's game at Iowa State uh, uh, eight o'clock for the men K State at number 12 Texas Tech Tech may be stinging a little bit coming off the loss to TCU. Uh, on Saturday. So those are the two games tonight on the men's side and the Big 12. Of course, the big one on the women's side, 6 p.m. tip-off, Baylor versus Iowa State. Two teams tied for first place, 13-3 and three in the league. The winner tonight in Ames claims at least a share of the Big 12 title. So that is a huge game tonight between the uh, Baylor women and Iowa State.
3: And uh, not, to har- not to harp on a point I've made many times, but, you know, when they started off on two – not that I wasn't like, oh, wow, you know, not that you weren't worried, but I, you know, told a lot of people that I know personally that we talked about it off the air, you know, just give it time, calm down. And here they are with a chance to, you know, get a sh- uh, a-, a share of another Big 12 title tonight yep. if they can win. It's going to be tough. It's on the road against a very good Iowa State team, but they're in a position to do what they've been doing in yep. years past, yep. you know, under the fir- in the first year under Coach Collin. Yeah. And that's a big deal.
1: Yeah, a lot of changes there, like we talked about with uh, Chris Beard in Texas. You know, a lot of changes when you have a coaching change. And Baylor has gone through that, but uh, they have won eight in a row. They've won 13 of their last 14 to put themselves in position to play for a Big 12 championship tonight. If uh, With a win, it would be their 12th consecutive Big 12 conference title. So, big game there. And again, the broadcast beginning at 5.30, tip off at 6. It's on 104.9 FM TV is on ESPN2 tonight for the Baylor women versus Iowa State. All right, take a break. Back with more in just a moment. Uh, there were some other things happened over the weekend. Want to catch you up on all of those, or several of those at least, like acrobatics and tumbling winning yesterday over Oregon. That and more when we come back. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, and the Allen Samuels Studios. We're brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, Your friend in the car business on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. Join us live from Rudy's in Waco for our next Baylor Coaches Show. Join us March 3rd live from Rudy's and hear from softball coach Glenn Moore and men's basketball coach Scott Drew. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with your host, John Morris, right here on your home for Baylor Athletics,
0: ESPN Central Texas.
8: This is Sheriff Parnell McNamara, and I need your help making sure that Charlie Guerrero keeps working for us as Precinct 4 Constable. For the past 13 years, Charlie Guerrero has served honorably as a law enforcement officer under former Constable Stan Hickey. He's lived in the area for his entire life and knows many of you personally. Last year, the McLennan County Commissioner's Court recognized Charlie's hard work and excellence by appointing him as Stan's replacement. Charlie's done an excellent job as Constable, working hard for the citizens of Precinct 4 and making sure that the important duties of Constable's office are discharged with honesty and integrity. Now in the Republican primary election for County Constable, We need to keep Charlie working hard for us. I'm urging you to get out and vote for Charlie Guerrero for Constable Precinct 4. I need a strong team to stand with me and law enforcement as we fight against crime and human trafficking in McLennan County. And Charlie is the man for the job. We must keep Charlie as our constable. Political ad paid for by Charlie Guerrero for Precinct 4 Constable.
1: Bring on the Bragging Rights. Watch the PGA TOUR's best golfers compete head-to-head,
0: shot-for-shot.
6: Are you kidding me?
0: 112 matches. 64 players. One champion.
1: WGC Dell Technologies Match Play, March 23rd through 27th at
0: Austin Country Club. Tickets on sale now at dellmatchplay.com. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership, or your next private event, call 254-710-8080. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, Diamore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and
0: enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at syntexsportsfan.com.
7: Waco cool Tacos in Downtown Waco in Union Hall introduces their new craveable taco of the month. The Nashville Hot Chicken Taco. Crispy Fried Chicken, Nashville hot sauce, cabbage slaw, and chipotle mayo on a fresh flour tortilla. It's spicy, savory, and delish. Hurry into Waco Tacos at Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco or call us at 254-340-1700. Way cool Tacos in downtown Waco.
8: 54th District Judge Susan Kelly here. Over a year ago, I survived a rigorous application process in which I competed against other serious, qualified candidates. After a thorough vetting, Governor Greg Abbott appointed me to the 54th and now endorses me because I apply the rule of law and deliver justice for all. A conservative Republican, I have managed and moved the docket this past year ensuring that every accused receives justice and if convicted, receives swift and proper punishment. Early voting has started. Please vote and keep Judge Kelly. Political ad paid for by Susan Kelly from a Clinton County Judge Campaign.
1: Just got to wrap things up, move out of here, make room for Matt Mosley coming in top of the hour. Pat and I leaving town top of the hour, headed to Austin. So we're going to scoot down there and look forward to the game coming up tonight on the air at 7.30, tip off at 8 right here on ESPN Central Texas.
3: And Eddie Oren said there's going to be some celebrities in the house. That? I mean, I yeah. know there'll be more, you know, yeah. but – uh Vern Lundquist, Brad Sham, he said, right? That's not. Nice. That's what yeah. he said. I'm sure, I, unless he's filming a movie, I'm sure Matthew McConaughey will be there. I bet he will. You yeah, so, I bet he will. Among other, you know, UT celebrities.
1: Chris Beard does this fireside chat. He, do, he did it at Tech, mm-hmm. and he's brought that to uh, Austin with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this week, I think it was released maybe the end of the week, his fireside chat with Matthew McConaughey on the top of the Irwin Center. They're up on the roof of the Irwin Center. That's pretty cool. Pretty interesting, yeah. I watched about two minutes of it. So, uh, yeah, Matthew McConaughey may be there tonight as well. Uh, Matt Mosley coming up next. What do you guys have planned for the two hours of the Matt Mosley show?
3: We will talk with Fran Frischella. Nice. Who does, you know, the uh, color analyst for the TV broadcast on ESPN's Big Monday. We will talk with Derek Smith, the play-by-play voice of the Baylor women's basketball team and nice. the Baylor baseball team. Yeah, when they don't conflict, you know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, busy schedule for yes, Derek right now. Absolutely, it's his busy time of the year. So we will do that. We will uh, have campus confidential. We'll, we'll we'll talk about the latest polls in both the men on both the men's and women's side. Um, also, some other uh, football and basketball news from around the country, and uh, I'm sure we'll have a few surprises in there too. All
4: right,
1: that's coming up. Matt Mosley, four to six here on ESPN Central Texas. Remember, game time, weekday morning 7 to 9 a.m., uh, with Tom, with Ward, with Garrett here on ESPN Central Texas.
3: Oh, we'll also have audio from Coach Drew. Uh, you're, uh, you and Pat interviewing him gotcha. after the uh, big win with Kansas. Sounds we'll, good. We'll listen to his thoughts on that game.
1: All right, very good. So all that coming up with Matt, 4 to 6. Uh, said I'd mention uh, wrapping up some other things in Baylor athletics, Baylor softball 2-2 two and two, and playing San Diego right now out in Palm Springs, California, finishing up that tournament. Talked about baseball, two of three from Duke. Acrobatics and Tumbling beat Oregon yesterday. Baylor number one in the nation, Oregon number three in the nation. And it uh, really wasn't close. Like it didn't come down to a point or, or, you know, less than a point. It was a pretty dominating win by Baylor yesterday in acrobatics and Tumbling. Great win there for uh, Coach Felicia Mulkey and A&T. Uh, mentioned some birthdays it's Robbie Talbert's birthday today happy birthday to Robbie John Gregory's birthday former uh, Baylor football player uh, Kevin Kelly's birthday I know a lot of folks know Kevin and Amy Kelly happy birthday to Kevin it is Trey Sherwitz's birthday today happy birthday to him Kevin Lofgren Dr. Spencer Moore it's Dr. Moore's birthday today Jamie Kendrick former Baylor basketball player golly is 44 can that be right and Jamie Kendrick, uh, his birthday today. Alexis Keen worked with us previously in the Bear Foundation. Quentin Smith, uh, previously with us in uh, in football. Jake Rickenstein's birthday is today. Former uh, Baylor uh, football player Bob Center's birthday. Wow, uh, big birthday day. And who else? John Proctor's. Oh, this is uh, tomorrow. No, it's today. John Proctor's birthday is today. And you might say, so we'll say today and tomorrow is Sammy Citrano's birthday because he was born on a leap year on February 29th. So he can celebrate his birthday today. He can celebrate it tomorrow. He can celebrate both days.
3: Very rare. Yeah. Leap year
1: baby. Happy birthday to Sammy. Keeps your age down when you (laughs) only have a birthday once (laughs) every seven years, right? So happy birthday to all those folks. Anybody to add?
3: Yeah, I do have a couple, uh, not an extensive list today, but actor John Turturro, who's been in hundreds of movies, literally, uh, turned 65, actor, comedian, Gilbert Godfrey and the former voice of the, uh, Geico duck, I guess, before he said, <laughs> made some bad jokes is uh, 67 <laughs> and uh country singer, Jason Aldine is 45. Oh, and, uh, uh race car driver, Mario Andretti, Ooh. uh, I believe multiple Indy 500, multiple time Indy 500 winner is 82 today. Wow. Very cool. All
1: right. Very good. Good birthdays. Great day. Appreciate that. Thanks to Eddie Oren being on with us. Thanks to uh, coach Mike Taylor being on with us. Now stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next. Matt Mosley show. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas.
0: All right. All right. All right. Recently on the John Moore show.
1: Chris Level, our guest, Texas Tech Sports Network, has this.